I'm back. Episode 3 is in full effect. This is Coach Mingo. I want to thank everybody who's been supporting so far, who's been part of the Mingo train, listening, listening to my the different perspectives that I'm presenting, things of that nature. Greatly appreciated. You can access the 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 podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, my Instagram page at Coach Mingo. It's in the link there. You can access it anytime you want. Getting good feedback from people. Good listen. Uh, I want to thank all my uh, supporters out there. Not not fans, supporters. It's a big difference between fans and supporters. I don't I don't like fans. I like supporters. Cause when fans fans when when things ain't going right, fans will turn on you. So I want to thank my brother Kurt Mingo, uh, my good friend Byron Hobson, Terrence Lampley, uh, everybody who's been listening. And just being a part of the movement and all the coaches out there who I've been receiving positive feedback from. So it's it's greatly appreciated. You know, don't think for one minute that that I'm not appreciative of you guys listening, listening to the podcast and, you know, giving me feedback, things of that nature. It's greatly appreciated. So let's jump right into it tonight. Tonight we're going to talk about, eh, there's a bunch of things that I can talk about and I can bring to the table, but... You know, Fall League is in full effect right now for high school basketball in New Jersey. Um, my team is currently playing the Bloomfield Bloomfield League every Monday night, so it's pretty good competition in that league. You got Columbia, East Orange, Milburn, North Academy, Bloomfield High School, of course. It's their league. East Orange campus, I think I mentioned East Orange already. Uh, so it's a, it's a plethora of teams that's in that league that's going to help my team prepare, get ready for the season, actually. So I'm grateful to be in that league. Just been looking around at all the different movements that has been made. I see there's a new coach at East Orange Campus High School. And uh, Supreme Cook, I think he left to go to another program. Uh, they had they had another starting guard, young kid. Uh, actually, he's not young; he's a junior. Pretty good guard. He left, so the coach coming into that to that situation just lost his two best players. <laughs> I'm not laughing because it's. Cause I'm not laughing because it's funny. Because you know, it's, it's 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 a hard situation. Just coaching high school basketball. Period. So now you lose your two best player. Your first year head coach. And two guys run off on you before you could even coach one game. Tough, tough, tough. Wish that coach all the best. Hope it works out. But that's just the reality of the situation in uh state of New Jersey. I mean, it's everywhere, but that must be tough. You know, I, I've been down that road. The only difference is I got a year with the two I had. I got a year with them. And it, it was good, but after they left, whoo! It wasn't smooth sailing at all. Had to grind it out. I'm going to keep talking about that 2-22 season. 
I keep talking about it because that was a season for me to mature as a coach and learn what to do, what not to do, how to approach things, how not to approach things, and, you know, just learn how to, you know, be a better coach, for lack of better words. I'm not saying that's going to happen to the, the new coach at East Orange campus, but it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a different situation because you, you had a guy there that was pretty good, and he left, and then you had a guard was pretty good, and he left. So, I, you know, wish him all the best. Hope it works out. Oh, what else we got going? What else we got going? Um, I was looking at at some of the comments that was left in the the last podcast. You know, people asking different questions. How I think I'm going to do this here at North Academy? Do I miss coaching at? Am I going to miss coaching at uh Paint Tech? Which is paint, which is North Thirteenth Street and Bloomfield Tech. A lot of people are asking why. Why didn't I get the job? Am I upset that I didn't get the job? And things like that. So, to answer those questions, Paint Tech is has combined with Bloomfield Tech and North Thirteenth Street. And I had a player by the name of Jaden Lampley who was there, who was with me at Paint at North Thirteenth Street for the past two years. Jaden is going to be a senior. He's uh, he's being recruited by uh, a ton of D three schools and a couple D two schools. Jaden is a very very good player, very very cerebral player. Um, and Jaden was in a situation his freshman year. I'm just taking you back a little bit, just giving you a, a brief synopsis of, of how I how I got Jaden on my team to come to North 13th Street. He was at Union Catholic his freshman year. Matter of fact, let me let me go back a little further. I first met Jaden when I was working camp at Rutgers North University during the summer. He was in the he was in the eighth grade, getting ready to go to the ninth grade, and I had just got the head coaching job at North Thirteenth Street. <laughs> and I asked Jaden, I said, "Now he's a, he was a decent eighth grade player. He was all right. Needed a lot of work. wasn't very strong. Needed to just learn the game." And Jaden said to me, "I said, Jaden, where are you going to go to high school at?" You know, I'm. I you know, I wanted a chance to get to coach a kid like that because I seen that he had some talent and he can play a little bit, but he needed to be coach. So Jaden said, "Oh, I think I'm gonna go to Roselle Catholic, or Hudson Catholic, or Union Catholic." So in my mind, I'm like, "Well, you're gonna go to these schools and you're not gonna play." But you can't say that though. You can't tell. How dare you tell a kid that? in today's age that you're going to go somewhere you're not going to play. So I told him, I said, you should come to a high school where you're going to get a chance to play right away. Maybe if you come to, if you consider North 13th Street, you'll get a chance to play right away. And, you know, you'll get a, you know, to develop yourself over the years by playing. So, he didn't, he didn't come. He went to Union Catholic. He gets to Union Catholic. He's a freshman. 
He's playing freshman, and he's uh, he's not playing JV, and he's playing. He's not even varsity. Don't even think about it. Don't even think about it. He had no shot at making varsity, but. His father approached me during the middle of his, of his freshman year. He said, look, you know, I gave Jaden a chance to try and go to Union Catholic and see if this thing is going to work out. But now I'm stepping in and I'm pulling him out of there because what it's looking like is that, is that he's not going to play until his junior year. So I said... You know, if he comes to me, the the one the only thing I the one thing I can guarantee is that he's gonna get a chance to play. I can guarantee you that. If he can play, he can follow the rules, he can do what I ask him to do, he's gonna get a chance to play. He transfers over he transferred over the middle of his freshman year. He comes over, he became one of our start on the J V, played a little bit of varsity, and Ended the season well on a high note. Following year, I know it was going to be a big developmental year for him. Based on him playing a lot of games. So he comes in his sophomore year. And I started him right away, right off the bat. I started him. He played about 24 games where it was a big, big learning curve. A big, big learning curve. He had to learn how to play. So I had to teach him the intricacies of basketball, how to to read a screen, how to what to do when to you go under a screen, when to pull up, when not to pull up, driving kick. Not saying that he didn't have all those attributes, it's just they weren't being reinforced at a young age. And it definitely wasn't getting it definitely wasn't being reinforced when he was at Union Catholic because they're focused on the varsity team. On the program, you know, that's up and coming and trying to do some things. And it was just not a developmental situation for him there. So he got a chance to play. You know, he played his sophomore. He played a lot. You know, he started, made a lot of mistakes. I had to live with it because I know it was going to pre- prepare him to be a better player his junior year, which was last year, twenty. 16, don't, 2017, 2018, my last year at North 13th Street. He was became one of the leading scorers in the state of New Jersey, averaged about 20, 22, 23 points. And he's going to be a, you know, a, 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 a big part for Payne Tech. You know, I, I wish, you know, I could get a chance to coach him, but that's just not the situation right now. We still stay in contact. I talked to his father and all that stuff, but he's, he's doing good. And he, the the point that I'm trying to make is the way that he developed is by playing. His sophomore year was a, a learning year. Last year, his junior year, it was a year for him where he, he finally put everything together. Now he know how to play. Now he knows what to do. And it showed on the court. Became, you know, an all-conference player. And, you know, he's getting recruited. Not getting highly recruited, nothing like that. He's not going to no big D1 or nothing crazy. He's going to, he's going to, he can play Division Two basketball. He definitely can play Division Three basketball. And he, he's a good player. You know, but, you know, that's, that that's what, you know, coaching is all about. 
in my eyes is developing the guys and making developing a guy and making sure that he knows how to play. So, you know, I, I saw his coach at Fall League this past month, last Monday, and he said, you know, he was like, man, Jaden is doing well. I said, Jaden's going to be fine. You know, I'm not worried about Jaden. He's fine. He knows what to do. He knows, you know, how to play and things like that. So back to the original point that I was making as far as, you know, people asking me about, you know, pain tech and things like that. Pain tech is is just I I'm a firm believer that you 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 are you in in your line of work in in this life you you are where you're supposed to be okay so I'm supposed to be in North Academy and I'm not supposed to be in Pain Tech you know like I said uh, North Thirteenth Street was a great experience for me I enjoyed it learned a lot. And um, I wish Paint Tech nothing but success because, you know, one of my guys, is, two of my guys are there. You know, and I want them to do well. You know, now if we see them in the county tournament or something like that, it's a different story. <laughs> but they're, they're a talented group. They're a really, really talented group. And, you know, like I said, I wish them the best. As far as my team at Nork Academy, I am very, very excited with the guys that I have. And what we're going to do this year, I think <clears throat> that we're going to contend for our division. I think we have a chance to win our division this year. I am just trying to, you know, breed a new culture as far as accountability and, you know, guys working really hard and doing things like that. We're doing a fall league this year, something that they didn't do for the past two years. And I think it's going to be beneficial for us in the long run. And I'm, I, I'm really, really excited. I'm really, really happy to be a part of the Nork Academy community. I'm happy with the, uh, uh, the administration, the support I'm getting. I'm happy with uh, the parents and, you know, my players. You know, I, I just, you know, I always, my thing is you have to develop a relationship with your players because you can't get, can't get nowhere if you don't have a relationship, and we're we're just ready to go. We're just ready to go. I can't wait till Thanksgiving, you know, get here so we can jump right into practice and get to scrimmages, and then you know, December fifteenth, the season starts. I think it's the fifteenth or the twentieth, and we open up against Science Park, and I'm I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Very very excited about my team. I have. Something that I never had before. I have a, I have about five or six kids who can shoot the basketball, and they're very, very fun, fundamentally sound. That's hard, and it's a rarity to find in basketball today. So, I'm very excited about, you know, that that situ the situation that I'm in at Newark Academy. Oh, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if anybody know, but the. I'm coaching football, too, at Nork Academy. Yeah. Yes. You heard right. You heard right. I'm coaching football. This is my first year coaching football. So that's a new experience that I, I embraced. And it's a challenge also, and I embrace it. I'm, I'm very, very happy to be coaching football. You know, I never coached football before, so I'm learning new things. And it's such a team game. It's such a team game, and 
I'm, I'm, I'm glad and, you know, I'm happy for the experience. The thing that I'm learning about football, it isn't a one-man show. You need everybody to be on the same page if you're going to have any type of success. So it's good to see the ins and outs of how, you know, football is actually being, how you have to prepare for football and things like that. Someone was asking me the other day, is there a big difference between Bergen County high school basketball and Essex County high school basketball and Union County basketball. You know, which one is the best? I mean, Union County, you got Roselle Catholic and Patterson. Roselle Catholic and St. Pat's, the Patrick School in that county. I mean, obviously, talent-wise, they got kids going to Kentucky, Duke, all over the place. Essex County, you got... There's good teams in Essex County. There's really, really good teams in Essex County. Your Northeast side, your West side, um, Seton Hall Prep, things like that. And Bergen County. See, I, I think Bergen County. I think Bergen County. People don't really talk about Bergen County basketball because they get the you know they have the perception like oh it's Bergen County you know but there's a lot of high schools in Bergen County also. It's a it's a it's a big number. I can't put my finger on it, but you know you got your T neck Bergen Catholic Don Bosco St. Joe's Montville. Um, what else is out there? The the reason I know because I coached. Like I said, I coached at. If you listen to episode one, I coached at Dwight Englewood, and they have a a nice way of how they set up their county tournament. It's called the Bergen County Jamboree, which is good. It's only a, a certain amount of teams that can make that. Actually, you have to be, you you have to have a record of 500 or better before the cutoff date in January, I, I believe, or December. I'm not sure how it really works, but so, you know, you got really, really good teams in the Bergen County Jamboree. And I, I you know, it's I think it's good players in Bergen County. There's a kid over there, a kid that I coach at Bergen Catholic, Doug Edgar. He's one of the best shooters, you know, in the state. You know, he can just flat out shoot it. But he plays at Bergen Catholic, and, you know, they're not, like, on a big national schedule or whatever the case is. But he's he's good. He's good. And I, I just think it's good competition in all three counties. To be quite honest, Union County is really good also. Got your Linden, Pats, Roselle Catholic. Um, who else is in Linden that's pretty, pretty good? Westfield is good. Union Catholic. It's uh, a lot of good teams. It's a lot of good teams. It's a lot of good teams. Um, there's one team in particular in Bergen County that... And I know this for a fact. I know that a lot of people don't know about this team. There's, they don't know about this town. They might not, have, might not have heard about this town. It's a small town. It's called Bogota, Bogota, New Jersey. And their head coach is a guy by the name of Jay Mahoney. I think he's won over, over 300 or 400 basketball games. And it's a small town. It's a blue-collar town. 
and I worked with Holdsworth, who's the head coach at Passaic Valley right now. And I, I had the chance to coach against Jay Mahoney when I was an assistant at Dwight Englewood. And you don't want to go play. You don't want to go and play Bogota High School at Bogota. You don't want to do that. I don't care what county you're from. If you're from Essex, if you're from Union, whatever the case is, you just do not want to go into Bogota High School and play them on a Thursday night or a Tuesday night. It's a small gym, and they those kids, they give you everything you got. Everything they got, I'm sorry. Yeah, just, just had to reflect on that a little bit. Some people are really up in arms about this, about episode one and two when they... When they listen and then I get some feedback about their, about what they think my perspective is on trainers. It's funny to me. (laughs) I don't, you know what, at this point it don't even matter. I mean, if you got a trainer, that's all good. Do what you need to do with your trainer. My point was, you can have a trainer all you want, but if you don't know how to play, it don't make no sense having a trainer. Find somewhere to play. Learn how to play. Then you can train on what you know. Maybe if maybe that makes a little bit more sense. Cause you know I'm getting some people. Oh, Mingo, you you know you don't understand how the training world works. Yeah, yes I do. Yes I do. I understand how it works. I understand how it works. I understand that when I walk in to a gym or a walk into a, 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 you know, like a rec center or whatever the case is, and I see, you know, guy dribbling with a tennis ball or whatever the case is. Come on, man. Get some shots up. Work on, a, work on your backdoor cut. Work on setting the screen. Flash into the ball. Little things like that. Most of, most of, of all, shoot 250 jump shots in there. Go get your own rebound. Shoot it again. Get your own rebound. Shoot it again. That's how you get better. That's how you get better. Work on your jump shot. Make a layup going full speed. <laughs> Work on your jump shot. Make a layup going full speed. Any coach will take you. I, I don't Personally, I don't like kids that dribble too much. I'm 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 gonna keep it real. I don't like if you, I don't like if you dribble too much and you catch and you start dribbling for no reason. You're wasting time, man. Come on. I don't need to see the curly nail and the, you know your 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 hot sauce or whatever the case was when they had the N one guys out back in the day. N one was fun though to watch, but if you played with somebody like that on the court, it wasn't so much fun. Another thing I was thinking about with young ball players or in any sport, this is for any sport, not just for basketball, whether you're playing football, basketball, baseball, uh, soccer, whatever the case, whatever the case is. Just be smart, young players. Be smart. What does that mean? That means this. In order for you to reach your maximum potential, you have to be on the same page with your basketball coach or soccer coach or 
football coach, whatever the case is, you just have to be on the same page, right? And some people say, well, how do you get on the same page with your coach? Well, there's little things you can do to always remain positive and giving yourself the benefit of the doubt. And the one thing you can do and you can control is your body language. Bad body language will get you benched and it will it won't even get you a chance to you know get to your potential because I see it a lot with young kids like if they're playing and things not going their way you know they shrug their shoulders sucking their teeth breathing all hard not you know making eye contact with the coach when he he's talking to you like that right there that's that's tough to deal with it's not tough, but it can be a deterrent for you as a player. You know, so just so you know out there, young players, good body language will get you the benefit of the doubt. Don't suck your teeth. Don't throw your arms up in the air if you throw the ball to somebody and they turn it over. You know, if, you, if your teammate misses a shot, you don't say, oh, come on, man, you got to make that, you know. You know, use different, you know, hey, man, let's get the next one, something like that. I mean, you can be, you know, upset that your teammate missed a shot or, you know, things didn't go the way that you guys planned or something like that. And when the coach is talking to you, you know, you can be, you know, not being engaged and things like that. Because as part of recruiting, it's not a big part. It, it is a part of recruiting. Like if a coach comes to see a kid play, he wants to you know, make sure that it's a, you're a coachable kid and you can, you know, you're a coachable prospect and, you know, you can take criticism and he can talk to you and give constructive criticism and not have to worry about you going off on a tangent and being upset and, you know, being disrespectful or whatever the case is. So good body language is uh, is very important and it, it'll get you, it'll, it'll, it'll help you out in the long run, in the long run. You know, be be positive with your teammates. Be positive for your teammates. Things like that. You know, some people think that's not important, but it is. It is. But I see that a lot in the in you know in the Newark area. You know, when kids are playing games, and that's something you as a coach you got to instill that in your team. You know, I tell my kids all the time. You you show me bad body language, it look like you don't want to play. You know, so I can't have you up out there, you know, being upset at what I don't know. Got to show me good body language, man. Body language tells a lot. You know, I can, you know, misinterpret it for something else. If you look like you're upset, I'm going to think you're upset. So that's uh, that's a little, just a little, you know, tidbit for the young hoopers out there. And, and make your free throws, man. Go to the line, make your free throws. Can't be... A, Supposed to be a shooter, and you shooting fifty percent. Come on, knock those free throws down. That's the difference between scoring seventeen points and having twelve points. That's the difference between being a twenty point scorer and scoring, you know, sixteen points. So you got to knock down them free throws and have good body language. It's essential to your development. I got a lot of people asking me also. Mingo, when are you gonna have a guest on the on the podcast, man? 
when you go have a guest, man, you know, you, you should bring such and such in. You know, I know such and such could touch on this topic. It'll be good for the podcast. I'm going to have a guest probably around episode four or five. You know, depending on scheduling, timing with guys and how things are going to go. You know, because it's not just, people are not just sitting around waiting for Dion Mingo to call and be like, yo, well, come do my podcast. No. They got a plan. They got families. They got jobs. They got, you know, things that they're doing outside of, you know, just coaching basketball or whatever the case is. But I got a couple guys lined up, you know, like my good friend, uh, Jamal Cooper over at Orange High School. He's the head coach over there. My buddy, Damon Cowens at West Orange High School. He He's, uh, we're going to get him in so we can talk about some different things. Um, I got a couple people that are, you know, that's, that I want to bring in. Got to be the right people. Got to be, you know, speaking about, you know, don't just come and, Say what you think I want to hear. Give me your perspective. Be objective. You know, we don't got to disagree. We don't got to agree. But, you know, we can agree to disagree. You know, just give me your perspective. But we're definitely going to have a guest. You know, I just don't know when. Um, I'm looking like around episode four or five. This episode took a, a while for me to, to to put together episode three because I got a lot going on with football and different things like that. So, you know, my fall hasn't has never been this hectic over the you know ever before. I never coached football before, so I got a lot of there's a lot of long days and you know long nights, you know, because football practices every day except Sunday. But um, I want to thank everybody for listening again. We're gonna keep going. The Mingo Podcast is gonna keep going. You know, it's going to keep coming with different topics, different, uh, we're going to enter a different arena, we're going to do different things, you know, it's just good stuff. If anybody feels as though they want to reach out to me about, you know, a topic or a perspective, you know, by any, all means, please do. Um, you can find the podcast on iTunes, like I said, all you got to do is just type in Dion Mingo. It comes right up. You can find it on SoundCloud. Um, it's, uh, some, I have it on Instagram also. I'm getting used to social media. I'm not really big on the social media aspect, but I understand in order for you know podcasts and things of that nature, you got to be part of social media. So, you know, I'm going to do some stuff to get it out there more on social media, but I appreciate everyone once again for listening and supporting. Uh, episode four is the next episode up. Hopefully, not hopefully. We we will put. You know what? We're gonna have a guest episode four. That's what I'm doing. We're gonna have a guest episode four, and we're gonna do our thing, and it's gonna be it's gonna be good. I think it's about time you guys get another perspective and hear a different voice, opposed to just hearing my voice all the time. So episode four, look for guests, and it should be really, really good. Sorry for the wait for episode three. I think I'm gonna go out on some, on some, uh, on a nice welcome back. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I like that. Welcome back. Thank you. <laughs>